Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to a brand new episode of the MSA podcast. My name is Lim Batha, and I'm going to be your host for the day. First of all, we would like to thank you all for the support you've shown on our first episode. We were extremely happy to see that you guys enjoyed it. And always remember that we are completely open for any recommendations that you might have regarding our guests, topics, or anything that you would like to let us know about. So feel free to reach us on the email that will be found in the description box of this episode. Now moving on, today is all about arts. Art is an expression of numerous forms of human fascinating creations. Lots of things can fall under the word art, where it almost seems limitless. Today, we are going to tackle different aspects of it, know more about it and about it, its effect on human life. It is something that we encounter almost every day in different shapes and forms, but do we really understand it? In order for us to learn more about this and get exposed to this art language, we are joined by the one and only Hadil Al-Hamsli. Hadil is a colleague in our College of Medicine. She got into art at a really young age and managed to become a very involved, self-taught artist. She put so much effort and commitment into what she loves and carried it through the years. She is known for her great ability to express her characteristics and personality, even emotions, in the form of art. And she's here today to tell us all about that and more. So, assalamu alaikum, Hadil. Such a cute intro. I can't get over it. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great, alhamdulillah. Thank you so much for being here today. We really appreciate your time. Man, I'm honored. Just let, let me tell you that. I'm so happy. We're just... so happy. Happy too. <laughs> so as I was just saying, art is a very general term, right? Mm. Lots of things can fall under it. Just depends on how you see it and what you appreciate in it, right? Just very general. So I want you to tell me from an artist's point of view, how would you define it? I'm starting heavy. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, um, from my point of view as well, it's just uh, I would say that Art is a way that a person utilizes either their view of the world or their uh, emotions into a way that they could express it. It's a mm-hmm. form of expression, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, and a form of communication for those, well, which which is what expression is. Uh, but yeah, that, that's, that's how I'd see it. It's really hard to take all the forms of art and just define it because there's a lot of it, especially nowadays, that a lot of people tend to label what they're doing as artistic. So mm-hmm. it's really um, hard to pinpoint exactly what it is. But for me, at least, uh, it is a way to note or, or like, um, how do you say this? Put together or something. Yeah, yeah, like, but exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I call these moments brain farts, so excuse no, me for that. <laughs> That yeah. is fine. Yeah. So you basically you're telling me that you, even you as an artist can't put restrictions on what the word means. Exactly. It's it's really hard. Like what I considered as artistic is not what you consider as mm-hmm. art or art in general. Um, a writer would consider a writing art, and and a photographer would consider photography art. Some people mm-hmm. consider communications an art. So I'm like. Art of War is a known um, series of like uh, advice given by uh, a Chinese warlord. I mm-hmm. think I forgot his name, unfortunately. But yeah, it's it's uh, there's everything could be artistic. I totally agree. Yeah. It just like depends on what you see as art or what you interpret mm-hmm. from like what you're seeing, basically, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we know that you come from a very artistic family, especially oh, yeah. your older brothers, right? <laughs> oh well, my older brother, my older sister, 
my younger brother Mashallah. so uh, literally the whole family yeah you could say so like it, i think it starts i honestly don't know where it started from but uh, my my dad likes to believe and i think it's true that it's his mother mm-hmm. um i remember like he used to tell us about the stories of how when they came from syria to saudi and how, like uh and uh, she used to like draw paintings of the kings and i'm like wow you guys wow. Know. <laughs> yeah it's it's insane it's yeah. amazing but so now that you're saying that do you so i wanted to like go back to when you actually got into art now that you said that it makes me feel that you know the whole family is very artistic i don't know did you feel pressured to get into art or was it just something spontaneous not at all like it was very spontaneous like um i didn't even know my dad used to draw different shapes and stuff uh-huh. until i like lately recently when i started to get deep into this whole artistic thing um and it's it's just when you when you see other people draw like when when it's not a job when it's not having people tell you from outside like the external sources tell you oh you're forced to draw uh or oh, are you gonna be an artist like your brother or are you gonna be a, yeah yeah if they don't pressure you i've noticed that in general in everything mm. if they don't pressure you get inspired by your family and you start want to be like that but when you have people draw out your plan or your life for you uh mm. that's when you feel like the rebellion form yes, or phase like, of no, a human being's like no i don't want to be different. yeah exactly exactly yeah um so yeah so no, it was no, more of like a you just grew up in that environment and you just felt the good sides of it and you just you know you just it impacted you in a good way and it just made you become an artist mm. just out of nowhere is that how would you say it or? probably here here's the thing like uh, even though it was an artistic background it wasn't like something that my siblings would do every day sometimes oh. i'd see them do it i'm like how do you do that let me copy you in secret kind <laughs> of thing you know the, but um one of the things my brother used to do that he was also like my dad would provide with uh sources that would a- aid in knowledge right mm-hmm. he would be like always be inquisitive always wa- want to learn and uh, alhamdulillah like both my parents were the kind of person that would influence me in that way and that shaped my personality greatly mm-hmm. so say take that and along with my older brother we have like a gap of 12 years so he oh. would yeah he w- he was like a He's my older brother, but he was always the kind of person to tell me, try this, do that, I want to see this. Or he would download back in the days of the internet not being accessible. He would uh, download, uh, for example, things for me to watch, anime, for example, mm. or, or cartoons like Avatar, The Last Airbender, when it was airing. So that was a very long time ago um, on a CD. And he'd tell me, go watch it and stuff. And I would really enjoy it. So that that helped a lot in, in building Yeah. So when would you say you actually started getting into art and started mm. creating things? Like at what age? When I first watched a show called Death Note. Mm-hmm. And I was so inspired and I wanted to draw this character called L. Okay. And uh And so it was like an anime or yeah, like yeah it's an anime thing? it's yeah, an anime okay. yeah it's, it's very like i like it i still like it mm-hmm. but um i could see why people would cringe at the idea that anime is like oh my god really anime <laughs> but yeah do you i'm, I'm doing me it's art it's art <laughs> uh yeah it started at the age of nine i was in fifth grade Mashallah. yeah that's really young Was there a specific artist that you were looking at or leaning towards their work at that age? Like, did you get influenced by an artist? Mm. Okay, it wasn't per se the artist of Death Note, and I very like I always re- try to memorize mm-hmm. names, but I'm really bad at that. Um, 
his art is really cool aside from the anim anime is like they simplify the drawings and they make it easier for them to animate but mm -hmm. when you look at the actual artist doing the traditional work and the way he paints and the details i got interested in what he was drawing and i wanted to be like that and then eventually when i entered this website called divian art i also m saw this artist called yume uh <laughs> yeah so um Yume was, uh, she she was an activist, and she still is, about mm -hmm. environmental activist. And I wow. uh, appreciated her art because I used to look up to her in that aspect. Mm -hmm. she, the reason why I said Death Note is because she used to do Death Note fan art, and that's how I managed to find okay. her. Um, so ever since, until now, she's like one of the people I look up to. So she did play a role in your, yeah, you know, your art yeah. um, let's say identity or something in a way in a way yeah, the, yeah. we're gonna get into deviant art later oh on God, i see you're uh, passionate about <laughs> it so we're gonna get to that inshallah okay away from uh, you know arts that is anime arts and cartoons and stuff that you basically have to copy so away from all of that i want to get into like the other forms of arts um let's say um i mean it's very normal for us human beings to get inspiration from other people or like other things and stick mm -hmm. to that it's very normal but in arts in specific if an artist copies or gets a lot of inspiration from like another artist to the point where their work art i mean sorry your, the art pieces become completely identical do you think that mm. still holds a value from again from your point of view as an artist we're getting into art thievery category uh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever okay. you call it okay so no, no no like there are people who take the same art or trace it and then they claim it as theirs mm -hmm. but then when if let's say the scenario provided where someone actually tries to keep drawing the same characters eventually even if they look identical there's something that'll be different because um no matter how much you try to train yourself there's always going to be something that you would add be or accentuate because you like it in this style unless you're working for that artist where you have to make it consistent mm -hmm. like for example um in the japanese comic industry which is for mangas uh not is it or anime you actually don't have one person who keeps drawing and animating it's also it's actually a lot of people yeah, yeah, working together yeah, yeah documentary yeah. is like a an office <laughs> a full whole of office. people yeah drawing, can you imagine how consistent they can be that's mm -hmm. very hard um but yeah uh i wouldn't say that they're they it, i wouldn't say it loses value because mm -hmm. it's still to the person who's drawing it's still something they like so you still believe that the, just the execution part of it, the fact that they were able to draw that is still valuable, yeah, the even if it's like completely copied from something else. Exactly. Okay. Um, if, if you claim it as your own creation, though, and when you start going there and trying to get the attention for yourself, the intentions behind it define uh, the value, I, I'd say. If you're intending on getting attention by copying the person and saying mm -hmm. this is your original work, no, I, I would actually find that very disrespectful and, uh, and actually... Um, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider that valuable. So you don't think the ability to come up with your own creations and just get into your own element and start coming up with things, you don't think that's the greatest part of the equation where, you know, the execution mm. part is the, like the main thing? I see. Did you right. see my point? Yeah, I see it now. Uh, I wouldn't say it's the greatest, mm -hmm. but it's one of the nicest or for those who who would like to go spiritually the magical part of things mm. like you know the, that's that's the the secret recipe is the mm. process of you sitting and trying to think about ways and looking at things and how do i kind of convey the message i want to convey in a very like uh, unique sense 
But that's not really the only thing art could be, really. You could still copy something like if you appreciate how the cloud looks like right now. If you took a simple picture, that could be an art form. If you took so it from So we go back to it. Art is limitless. Uh, art right? is limitless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now I want to talk about y- your way of doing things, right? So um, you've been doing art for a really long time. Obviously, yeah. it took you so much practice and effort. It didn't just come like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, like you kept up, you know, with the work. Mm-hmm. And um, so I want to know, did you get to a point or a stage where you were just you know good with what you know or good with with what you have and like the tools you currently mm-hmm. use the um, let's say i don't know if there's like a certain website that you use or like a certain again tool that you yeah, have yeah. you did you reach a level of satisfaction with what you use right now or are you always like you always have this urge to learn more and do more even though you've been doing it for a really long time it goes back to everything like you tell me like do you think that a person who who feels like who's doing a skill would ever feel like they've reached the peak of it as it is in human nature it's very hard to feel satisfied with yourself Mm -hmm. no matter how good you are at it and i'm not saying that i'm great but i i've there's a lot of things that i that i it's one of the things where it's like you hide it from people so that they don't know that's your weakness but Mm -hmm. also it's not something embarrassing to to admit to definitely there's a lot of things i don't know how to draw and there's a lot of things i wish i knew how to do the painting the the speed i wish i would finish paintings much faster than i usually do um new materials always come up and i'm like Mm -hmm. ooh, i want to try that nowadays there's this thing called the oil crayon so it's 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 oil paint but in a stick form and i saw that on a youtuber's channel i'm like i want it's like i'm not gonna use this but i want to use it i want to see how it is so there's always especially now with the art community changing and growing and unique ways of of you know uh utilizing different mm-hmm. tools so and you're and always keeping up with yeah, everything yeah it's that comes like, in. Oh, there's always try. room for yeah, 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 new yeah. things yeah. to come into your Mm-hmm. art creations mm-hmm. so like, that's really interesting yeah. so like you never get enough of like no well i wish i had a break where it's like honestly mashallah <laughs> i've seen your artwork it's amazing oh, i mean just you. the fact that you even want to go more than that oh, is there's, amazing. There's good for you well <laughs> good for you okay so saying that and how you know you're about your skills and all of that i'm pretty sure you know you're an artist so akid your family and your friends everyone asks you to do stuff uh, definitely crosses your path uh, yeah. every <laughs> once in a while does it feel the same to when you create something out of pure emotions or like pure imagination can you even compare those uh, two situations no way no, no way. Well, it depends on the situation yeah um like, I, I know I'm on MSA right now and I love you guys and stuff. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> when MSA used to, like, tell me to do something. Not and they shading give me anyone. No, 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 no shade. No shade. For real. No, this is how <laughs> I truly feel. We're yeah. in a safe space right it's now. It's normal. It's just, it's a normal <laughs> thing. No. Yeah. Um, back in the day when I used to have these commissions by, by like, the, the club, it's always like, oh, this is work, kind of. And when you start having, when you when your hobby turns to work, it's it's always hectic and you stop wanting to do it mm. but when you feel inspired by something let's say you watch an episode of breaking bad for example and mm. you're like that's pers- that's that's a cool scene and you want to do that transition um yeah of course it feels nicer because like you're in that process and you want to be it's not like i have to do this for this reason sometimes though um when it's a request let's say a birthday present or if it's uh if it's like a gift for my little niece or something like that i would obviously feel joy doing it that's so sweet yeah (laughs) yeah so 
you just mentioned that you also get inspir- you, you were watching Breaking Bad and oh. you just get an inspiration to draw something. Oh, that, that, uh, that sure. So that's also where you get your inspiration. So it's not limited to like uh, an anime or like no, a, no, no, an no. artist. It's just literally anything that anything, you see, you like, get inspiration. Talking to patients sometimes. Is wow. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always like this wow. one scene. Like you always imagine in your head this patient. Uh, the, for example, yesterday I saw a patient. Her color, her scarf color was beautiful. And mm. I was like... Should I tell her that or should I just leave it until she's better? You know, like, <laughs> but um, every, every opportunity, like you see something very nice and people sometimes it's just when you see interesting people, you start want to be interesting to yourself. You start wanting to know more about them. And because of that, for, I don't know what it does to my limbic system, but it kind of makes me inspired and muse, if you will. Like it gives me a, a drive to be creative. It's a real artist. <laughs> I guess so. I wanted to ask you, like, what goes on in your head when you draw? You just basically, you said it all. It's just a well, lot of things. Uh, yeah, a lot of things. It's it's either the way the light reflects on mm. uh, on a certain, me- uh, like, texture, a metal, um, a color, mm. a, a group of colors. Like, uh, I, I don't know why recently, but pink is very attractive. I used to hate pink when I was a kid. But I don't know what happens in your brain, right? The... the when you realize colors kind of make you f- feel certain emotions, you're like, why? And you start questioning about, um, is it because I was taught this is red is for love or red is for hunger or appetite? And now I associate it every time I look at it. Or is it because red is always the color that like alerts you? So now it's associated with danger. It's it's very interesting when you look at these things. Is it like a burden that you... Do you feel that it's a burden when you like have to overthink and analyze what every color you see every scenery (laughs) you go through yeah sometimes it's like people's personalities and and um the way they move the way they behave i notice these micro expressions on their faces that i that i shouldn't uh notice because once i notice that it's like they're uncomfortable are they but why and i start thinking about them thinking it's me and it kind of leads to a very like form of overthinking so it puts a pressure on you to yeah. even you yeah. know, have this the hypersensitivity about it is very there's a price for everything i'd say of course yeah. of course um we notice that um you know sometimes you go to a gallery for example or mm. you go to i don't know like an event where it has like different Mm-mm. artists creations and stuff and you just walk by and you see a piece and you know exactly who that piece is from and you know exactly who drew it without even reading the name do you think it's necessary for an artist to have that thing where like it's an identity they only stick by it they draw in a certain way so that everyone knows it's their work or is that is that a thing or mm. is that a thing for an artist or do you have to stick by that identity thingy there, yeah it's it's a lot of people actually struggle with this and uh uh it's it's style mm-hmm. it's like oh my style. art style mm-hmm. is it my art style that i it's like how do i like you know just google it and now whoever is listening google it just how do i develop my art style there's a lot of questions on that there's a lot of youtube videos on that and it's like i don't know why people feel the pressure to do that i mm-hmm. sometimes feel the pressure because it's nice it's nice like when is it my identity to yeah. draw something like that does it define me yeah 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 some and i felt that too and i still do i can't tell you that i'm i'm not like that even though i think we should not mm-hmm. form ourselves conform ourselves to that thing but eventually even when you're being unintentional about that style or about the way you do things or express if you you'll develop that it's like it goes back to what you told me about the person copying mm-hmm. um artwork and it's like even if even if they're doing it out of habit there's always something you notice even 
the slights, mm-hmm. the way they streak, instead of being a swift line, it's always little yeah. squibbles, right? Um, it's it it talks about the personality. That's mm-hmm. why you have like uh, yeah. So you don't think it's a necessity to have a, like an identity that you have to stick by, but you think it's natural. It comes naturally that each artist would have their own signature type of thing. Not yeah. even if they don't, you know, stick by it, you know, religiously, but it, it is a thing. At the Eventually, end of the day. a person will develop a style. Mm-hmm. But I guess to a lot of people, to me, to myself included, at some point, having a style is quite a necessity. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's like you want to be known. Okay. Uh, f- being famous, fame and fortune is always on a man's mind, unfortunately, until they realize it's not important. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's really interesting. You know, your point of view on that. Um. Hadil, you're also a writer. You know, it's very obvious that writing triggers some, you know, triggers a spot where you get into your own element and start creating things out of, mm. like, pure emotion and even the imagination that you have to have to be able to uh, write and, like, you know, compose things. Uh, so, to me, I think writing is just another form of art. Mm. What, what do you think of that? It is. It is. Uh, How did that affect you with, like, a whole art uh, thing? The whole art thing um so i have a problem describing how i see things mm-hmm. right or how how something happens so i tend to draw that but i have an issue saying how i feel so writing was the easiest way to express it i don't know how i struggle with words when they're out of my mouth but like when i start writing all my feelings kind of it feels good it feels good finally being able to communicate even though people won't understand what you're saying some some certain sometimes certain poems are just a blabber of words and yeah i i would say that uh, writing is a form of art i would also say that it helps a person if like again like of course if if writing wasn't fun if writing wasn't a form of art people wouldn't be reading they wouldn't be addicted to reading either yeah Did you like start writing before started start no, drawing, actually, or is it the opposite? It's the opposite. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not really that great of a, re- a writer, but sometimes I do like writing poetry. I like writing uh, how I feel in a very poetic mm-hmm. um, manner. Unfortunately, to certain people, that like, over dramatic moments, like it's like look at the colors of the sky, you know. But other than that. Um, So was it like it was it because you were just uh, obviously again we go back to the fact that you're an artist it, you definitely get triggered <laughs> with a lot of emotions and a lot of like yeah. things that you just want to express is it because you know drawing was not completely doing it for you you needed another form Ooh, of expression so yeah. you got into writing yeah that that maybe that's like, maybe you see this is probably a therapy session here <laughs> like I never understood why um, re- writing sometimes was easier sometimes it's not but. Drawing requires a certain skill asset and knowing, like, I'm especially for me, a person who was very kind of picky about my, my tendencies of drawing this properly or not. And it's very hard to kind of express yourself in it. And that caused me a form of, like, frustrations. Like, uh, like you, you get, you get uh, very, very agitated. Like, why mm. can't I do this? Why can't I? I want to express how I feel, but I can't. And then you just grab your phone, for example, or a pen and just scribble, scribble a word. But in a different way, typography maybe, I guess, calligraphy, I don't know. But like, mm-hmm. um, if you do that, it, it does help. So it helps you like balance yeah. your yeah. expression between art and yeah. also writing for yeah. another purpose. Do Plus you share your anything you write? Do you ever mm. do that? I did, yeah. You do? I, I like sharing mm-hmm. um, because I feel like 
I like sharing because I want to communicate and it's very hard for me to speak and I like to listen to people more. Mm-hmm. Contrary to now where I'm speaking <laughs> more than I'm listening. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, li- I do share a lot to my friends, to my family. Um, yeah. You like to get it across, basically. I like, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Thank you. It's interesting. <laughs> um, I want to talk a little bit about the arts community. Uh-huh. It's just something you're that you you're obviously involved in mm-hmm. um do you think that arts is becoming a trend luxury nowadays yeah i, I elaborate <laughs> okay um okay so f- let's let's go back a little bit right mm-hmm. um for people who are busy focusing about their life mm-hmm. um and and all they think about right now is how do i get the money how do like i i feel like how, how do i put the bread in my children's mouth or in my family sometimes the parents are not there and the older brother or the siblings have to take care of each other and or the mother it's a whole lot of mm. dangerous world out there right mm-hmm. so to these people i d- i think that drawing something comes like at the bottom of the list of priorities or or, or not just drawing but like being artistic mm-hmm. like it's a thing like okay um, yeah i mean everyone is artistic out there i have to get to in order for me to get to that certain place i have to be an artist and all of that i mean do you, do you see it a lot right now where people yeah, yeah. are not really maybe into art or maybe you know not enjoying it but they just see it as a luxury like oh or a trend basically like. that i do not know mm-hmm. uh no. i don't think so it's very hard for a person who's not interested to art to actually force themselves to keep doing it Do you believe in such, uh, I don't know, a thing called, un, you know, or the term unattractive for a piece of work? And what I mean is just like it's not perceived as meaningful. So that's what I was talking about. Everything Does everything has to be meaningful? To be uh, artistic? Just a piece of work. Mm-hmm. Let's say, again, can you call a piece of work unattractive because you just, you didn't perceive it as meaningful? Or you didn't get that spark because, mm-hmm. you know, Well, it's up to just the from person. your point of view yes right mm-hmm. like uh, you go to an art museum and you look at certain artists and you're like well what are they doing like mm-hmm. h- how do you feel like some people some drawings you're like wow some things are like eh, okay it's just a splatter of paint mm-hmm. or it's just a face but to someone else look at the expression the mona lisa i love leonardo da vinci okay mm-hmm. i love his art i respect the guy i don't know how he crazy is he might be crazy okay i've never met him he's dead <laughs> but <laughs> I don't get why people like the Mona Lisa. I just, I'm like, it's a woman. She's smiling, not smiling, looking at you whenever you're going. <laughs> Come on. like, um, But someone else could look at the same thing and, and pay fortunes to go to the Louvre. Uh, Louvre. I don't know how you say that. It's Louvre. <laughs> no, either. Um, and, and they would just want to take a picture of it on their phone it's, it's, and just look at it and go like, wow. So it's all a matter of how you see it. It's, it's a subjective. The beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Right? That's amazing. Could, I mean, couldn't say it better. Yeah. Really. <laughs> so again, you know, people don't always perceive the right image of what is being, uh, you know, drawn or something like that. Let's say you, you know, you just get into your element one day and you just draw something that is uh, hard to understand. Mm. Something that, you know, only 
you would be you know you would mm-hmm. be able to understand and elaborate on you know and while you're doing it you know that people are not going to understand mm-hmm. this do you ever feel pressured by that or do you like to keep it mysterious no, i like keeping it mysterious okay. sometimes it's like I wish that someone, <laughs> it's like back in the day when I was young, right? Yeah. I would do, I would think that I'm being cool by adding these symbolism that an Easter eggs and like, if you know what this means in Latin, you know what this Get is. Hidden like, message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hoping that someone find it. You know, like how people who r- read, let's say, a big series, Harry Potter's Game of Thrones, they find these little connections and they're like, oh, you know what they said, the prophecy. And so I used to imagine myself as that kind of person, as if I'm. Um, like the famous whatever but uh, it's cute when I look back at it Um, sometimes I do that deliberately now just because like it's for fun it's for me to look back as like I remember drawing that because that symbolizes this and that and that and And do you like it when people like try to interpret your work like I just saw this I think it means this and that do you you (laughs) like it when they try to interpret it or do you just I mean I like I think it's cute Uh, (laughs) and I appreciate it like a lot I, I love it when people um, sometimes, sometimes uh, people interpret a very deeper, deeper meaning than what I intend. Oh, okay. Right, yeah, and I'm like, huh, okay. Oh, keep <laughs> keep it that. I'm not gonna destroy it for you. The store is just the door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I think even we have it in, in Arabic poetry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like if you ask the poet what he really meant it will lose the power or the beauty of the poem. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, like I, I think. I don't remember. I've studied Arabic literature back in high school, but I, so I, my memory is a bit foggy. But I remember my teacher had mentioned how it's like they we do, like poet we wow uh, <laughs> like poets <Yeah. laughs> deliberately don't men- like explain what they mean because they want the people to be mysterious because mm-hmm. mystery is what makes people want to hear more. Oh, okay. So what is the um, so you see it as a part of the it's art the f- you're making. It's part so of the mystery fun. is a part of it. Yeah, it's a part yeah. of the equation. Yeah, and part okay, of interesting. The character you were learning new things. <laughs> so you guys like to keep us confused. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't know about others. I'm I'm speaking for myself. Oh, yes. Of course. Of yeah. course. Interesting. Really interesting. So you know you see a lot of those things in art galleries. Mm-hmm. Now I want to talk about the art galleries. Mm-hmm. Do Do you think they always like feed the purpose? Or what they meant to be doing? I haven't been too much, mm-hmm. uh, and too much is too too big of a like a word. Even I've probably been to one or two art galleries. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe an art exhibition, or in like Comic Con, there was the first one that happened in Riyadh um, back in 2017, I think, or 18. There were a lot of artists like selling their work, and mm. I love that. I think it's it's nice that people finally have to uh, get together mm. in Saudi. Like it was amazing seeing mm. it, and I was just sitting there, like, don't I don't want to leave. Like, who cares if the Game of Thrones character is <laughs> talking outside? I just want to see how people are communicating, and it's uh, they're sharing their comics, they're sharing their Instagrams. People are getting to know them mm. more. That's the beauty of it. Now, art galleries probably. I assume that it it serves it used to serve the same purpose where people would get to know other artists and stuff. The yeah. one I went to were for students who were expressing themselves and they were they were kind of being recruited mm-hmm. by commu- uh, like companies and things for for their own uh, individual uh, career paths, and I found that very beautiful because mm-hmm. every section was different. There you had the fashion. Um, fashion t- uh, like area where it's like people made out of like made out of plastics and things like 
dresses or, or like a statue and then you have others where it's like the whole room was an art piece and then projectors i loved it um so you think it's a necessity for our expression like you it's something yeah. that we need to have need is no no need. we don't mm-hmm. need humans need to feed each other humans need health uh, we don't need art we it's nice to have it we want it. we don't need art we don't need art it's not it's not something that we have to like no i i I, like this is again this is my perspective yes yes of course some people i'm trying to dig (laughs) (laughs) i want your perspective okay um because like a lot of people tell you i can't live without art i breathe art i get it i i appreciate art art played a big role in my life i see how it is very interesting Mm -hmm. but to say that it is the necessity as a human being no there's much more other important things that we need um to continue living yeah than sometimes you know the idea comes out where mm. art is not really a necessity like we can't we we can live without art mm. for artists who have worked their whole lives for you know this thing they're working on and they basically you know uh, depend financially on what they're doing they make a living out of this uh, mm. talent or mm. is uh, sometimes it's a gift even mm. if in like severe cases sometimes <laughs> you see it, it's like a real Man, gift what do you mean severe cases i've been giving <laughs> gifts handmade gifts all my life <laughs> no like uh, you know, like like uh, talent yeah. like it's a, it's a really strong talent like something that yeah. you don't see anywhere and those people you know they even they don't just stop at that they work so much to develop that gift they have or the talent they have mm-hmm. because they want to make a living out of it mm-hmm. but again comes the point where arts is not something that we have to like it's not something that we have to live with it's not mm-hmm. a necessity mm-hmm. um obviously gives them a lot of like underappreciation how do you think that affects them as oh, yeah. artists okay um again uh if you take your art as a career path, uh, just, I feel like I'm contradicting myself here. So give me a second. So no, <laughs> it's okay. You're just you're, you're like putting yeah. the pieces together. Yeah, That's yeah, normal. Yeah. Just what? Okay, say it. so it's if let's say we don't have mediums of art, we don't mm-hmm. have clay, we don't have paint, we don't have the digital medium. What we're looking for is food and, and survival society because you need to survive. And then we go back to the human instinct and primitive of, of wanting to maintain the human race and mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. Um, but given the opportunity that you could utilize something you learned a skill to manage to survive, that becomes your own some. Yeah, mm-hmm. your own tool to survive. And therefore, it is a necessity for you. Mm-hmm. Um Back in the day, uh, artists used to were poor. Like not all of them, mm-hmm. most of them were barely finding oil paints and and going to royalties and or and or hire people to draw them portraits. And in the end, the reason why portraits existed is to leave on a legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then you have some people who who would sculpt, as I mentioned, uh, not now, but like. Pre- mixing times uh i mentioned like um how certain people would utilize sculpting which is a skill a form of Mm -hmm. art to um pray and uh to uh practice their own religion such as hindus such as the uh i forgot what were they called poly okay continue the word but i i I, so yeah it's it's the people who like yeah like they would Praise. Wow! Yes, praise mm-hmm. and, and pray and, and worship, worship. Mm-hmm. Is the word. Worship, yeah, worship uh, other multiple deities, mm-hmm. right? Like Ayam uh, mm-hmm. So it's like um, 
polytheology. <laughs> so the idea, that word. Uh, yeah, whatever. That uh, word that she means. <laughs> I ahead. think I'm right. Okay. What I'm saying is that to each their own. Some then people who use religion as a form of like power, and then that mm-hmm. use you use that, and then you have Michelangelo, and then the churches, and then and then people who use art to make beautiful buildings and beautiful buildings to castles, and it became part of like yeah, uh, our yeah. life. Our life. So that's so you think it's inescapable Before now it wasn't but yeah. now it's something that we have to live with to a core we don't mm-hmm. so we don't have to like pressure ourselves to accept it or to do it but in general yeah i think it is yeah you also mentioned about something about mental health earlier i know yeah. you wanted to talk about that so Ooh. here you're given i given the chance <laughs> you have the uh, mic <laughs> <laughs> um it made me realize like it's not directly but indirectly it made me realize that i needed some mental help like mm-hmm. help with my mental health, mental mm. health. Because of art. Because of art. When I notice that I, I'm no longer enjoying it, uh, I'm just drawing because I, I have to draw. Um, and when I realize that I'm getting more stressed about drawing than actually enjoying it, um, I was like, something's wrong here. Um, so it's like it's it's a very interesting kind of experience. Like some people tell you that. I use art as a therapy method to relax. For me, it was the thing that made me even more stressed. It's like, um, why can't I do this? I'm not perfect. I'm not, yeah. So the stress came from the fact that you're unable to come up with something? I want to know where that stress came from. Like um, the General life circumstances. Okay. It was more of like um, study-wise, struggling, things like that. Um when you think of yourself in a negative light, it, it amplifies. And mm-hmm. using uh, art was kind of like um, the devil's way. And I use devil, but I mean oh. like the, the disease. But mm-hmm. right, okay. So then like the devil's way of creeping into something you really like. It's like mm-hmm. even this thing that you, everybody says you're good at, you're horrible at. Mm-hmm. And I, I hated it for a while. I stopped drawing from 10th year, at like 10th year, um, my 10th my year in, 11th year in high school up until university even in uni um i would draw only for the sake of like work oh by work i mean like club and then i started liking it back in like after i i repeated the how year. did you get how did you get over those um feelings or like mm. you know the fact that you know you weren't good enough or something like that those things that hunted you how did you get over that Lying. I still don't want. Uh, no, <laughs> but uh, but like I, it, it improved a lot after mm-hmm. you evaluate yourself, after you evaluate the people you're around, after you after you realize that maybe it's how I'm interpreting life. Of course, getting professional help that actually helped a lot. It w- that was a struggle finding a decent person here who would understand you and the way you think mm-hmm. and wouldn't assume that you're doing something wrong in terms of. Let's not get in too much into it because it's also yeah. related to to. Uh, a very sensitive topic but mm. um yeah once once you talk and having a, a proper supportive community or a, p- a set of people around you uh i'm into very passionate about mm-hmm. mental health so it's like constantly researching of ways to utilize it giving myself a break from drawing mm-hmm. and then uh, allowing myself to um relax and just enjoy n- not care about mm. grades anymore just just pass you know <laughs> that helped and then on top of that, I started watching shows again. I started watching movies, looking into artworks and seeing other artists. And that kind of 
ignited the fire. It's like, oh, I want to draw now again. You know, mm-hmm. so it was it was a really nice feeling. So you just got into it. You know, yeah, you know, it was nice. Yeah. Well, I think you should definitely keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Mashallah, like, yeah, it would be. Join us. <laughs> Join us. Join I wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't have that, man. You do, you do. You just don't know it. <laughs> okay, so again, with everything that we said, you know, we talked about a lot of things and mm-hmm. how it changed you as a person and things before that. How did that play a role in your you know career in medicine or you're studying studying uh okay contrary to popular belief you know you've seen those pictures where people draw on their hands they announce and go like that's uh, no that that's time consuming (laughs) drawing these things man it wastes so much time so you didn't use that no 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 art no art on like i tried it's really time consuming i mean the imagination you have right now but that that, played a role that played a role uh one like one experience i could give an example is and we've talked about yes, it together it's in pre-med uh i was given the chance to give a lecture about brachial plexus which to me as a student was horrible to understand like yeah. well what do you mean it's brachial plexus right but after studying neuro and then having this kind of like imagination thing and it's like you don't really need to know the area of where like exactly how i used to think okay that for understanding medicine you need to visualize the details of the anatomy yeah, mm-hmm. right and that's not really the case you just need to know generally where they are in the body um even that is still harder i, I make it sound easier than it is but uh i managed to like put in graphs and things and mm-hmm. animate it in a way because i like animation and that mm-hmm. i think it's yes. easier to understand and um i like to believe uh i've gotten some positive feedbacks and i'd mm-hmm. like to believe that it did help people to understand the brachial plexus you mentioned neuro i wish you helped me when i was doing neuro oh, <laughs> neuro was amazing it. i loved it uh, um, i missed it it's okay I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, i don't have any more qu- this was really interesting like i could go with this for hours and hours but now i want you to tell me um what would you like us to take away from this whole conversation mm. is there like a one thing that you message that you want to put out any misconceptions about art that you want us to have a Uh, job corrected anyone could do it it's not something that um you have to be talented about there's no such things like oh i need the talent i'm not talented like you are if you really like something do it it as cliche as it sounds it's like nowadays utilize 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 the tools that the modern times and technologies Mm -hmm. have provided like don't say no i need to do it don't do my mistake and generally not just mm. with art or anything ask questions go to people learn from them even just a tiny skill like if you think that math or geography in first grade was useless trust me it's not it could help you in mm. any way wow. um, but don't waste your time on the mm-hmm. little details i like to if you like to go ahead but if if you want to go in a certain point learn from people and and utilize the tools like really there's there's a tool for anything so yeah just a little research yeah that's just um beautiful thing to say oh. <laughs> uh hadil thank you so much i enjoyed this a lot and uh i really again we really appreciate you coming here and having this conversation with us i appreciate you guys having me here it's really nice of course. it's a nice conversation i love the things you prepared um thank you so much yeah thank you so much thank you 
it, guys. Thank you so much for sticking by. I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I did. And again, don't forget to reach us on the email with your feedbacks, recommendations, or anything that you would like us to know about. And see you with another episode, inshallah.